Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hewler and Moats are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. number two of the blitz here on Steelers nation Radio. As We continue to commiserate and look forward and talk about that unfortunate week one result there at home yesterday. But with the context of that, it is just one result and we've still got, ah, all curly says there's still 16 rounds to go in this boxing match here. He's trying to get somebody not all the way out. Now here's a good one to get us started in the second hour. Chris tweets us and says, Arthur, what does today look like? Does the team show up and watch film? Do they just get treatment? You've been in those meetings in these times. What tone will Tomlin take when they review? Same tone as if they would have won. It's one game, baby. You show up on Monday, though, because you're not at victory Monday it's portion. Correct. That's yeah. for, like, when you just play off stuff like that, man. But, um, yeah, you show up and you're like, all right, we took one on the chin. What did we do well? What didn't we do well? What do we need to expand upon? What do we need to minimize? And then, ultimately... Is it time for personnel changes in the sense of like usage, starters, more JPJ, like that type of stuff? Yeah. So that's ultimately how it goes. You have the tough conversations, but at the same time, we're speaking from a stance of we're not trying to push a narrative, nor are we trying to make ourselves seem smarter or writer. We are just simply in here saying this is the common goal. Put your feelings and your pride to the side. If you didn't make the plays you were supposed to make and I call you out, do not get defensive. Do not have an attitude. No. Because that's the reason why we're in this situation. And we're going to be in here even longer if you continue to act like that. Right, right. But if I call you out and your response is, I respect it, I hear what you're saying, I'm going to get mine right, then we go ahead, we move forward. And vice versa, if you see me slacking in any way, shape, or form, you do the same. Because if you love me, you're going to do that. Sure. If you're just a fan of me, though, you're going to tell me everything is great and you're going to blame everybody else and have me out here thinking that my, hey, nothing stink over here and I'm over here putting out some bad stuff. So when we go in there today, that's that's honestly the mindset, man. Yeah, put your ego, put your pride to the side, man. You might want to put a hoodie on because you might be on that tape more than you would like. <laughs> but other than that, man, you listen and whatever the corrections are, whatever the message is, you take it to heart. If you want to not have another performance like this. Sure. Or, That's the kicker. Or you say, I know it all. I got the answers, man. We should have fired this dude anyways, man. We all right. And then we'll be having the same conversation next week. And it'll be, hey, are we going to do it now or are we going to wait a third week? Because 
that is how the NFL works. One loss becomes three losses really quick. Real quick. If you allow yourself to see comfort, if you allow yourself to point the fingers, if you allow yourself to minimize responsibility for certain people, yeah. Real quick. You'll look up and be like, man, how the heck we five down now? How'd that happen? Mm-hmm. And as you know as well, too, you know, we talked a little bit about that uh, Zeke Elliott Cowboys thing. You guys were, what, four and five at that point after that game, I think? Uh, that is accurate. Uh, what would you finish that year, Arthur Motes? <sighs> what, double-digit wins? Yep. 12, something like that, yep. right? Nice little playoff run. I don't think you lost another game until the AFC Championship that is game, very, That sounds about accurate, man. So not only can one loss turn into three losses real quick, one win can turn into uh, rattling them off real quick as well, too. Goes both ways, doesn't that, man? It certainly does, but that's why you got to attack it with the right mentality. With the right humility in some cases as well, too, as, as Motsi outlines there. Because it's less about who's right and who's wrong, and it's more so about we're trying to yeah. How do we get this collectively fixed? do this thing. And I think that's what separates at times fans slash media from the players. Fans, media have individual objectives. Yes, we love the Steelers, but we're all personally trying to do our own agenda. My player is right. My coordinator is this. My team is better because of that. Whereas when the team is talking, it's like, bro, does it matter if TJ got 20 sacks or if TJ has zero sacks if we win the game? That's all that matters, right? That's some of the convo that gets mixed mm-hmm. up, though, between in-house players versus when you talk all the different sure. stuff that just comes sure. through media. You Some know? of the fans want it to be on Kenny Pickett. They want yeah. Kenny to go out there and light it up and, you know, be an MVP candidate because that's what they predicted and that's what they want to mm-hmm. see. Some people want to see the Steelers go out there and run the football 50 times and play smash mouth defense, right, and win 17-4 to four with two saved. I don't know how we got the four. Uh, I was yeah, trying I was to be like, clever there for a second because right I was bro. thinking all the defense got four, but then the D, it would have been the other defense. Yeah, I just about 17-3, to three, they want the Steelers to win, right, and control the game at the line of scrimmage and play dominating defense. That – that doesn't matter, though, in the confines of those, or at least it shouldn't matter, better not matter, in the confines of, of those four walls down on the south side, the locker room, the film, all that stuff. It's about getting right. It's about getting the W uh, in the in the record column here starting uh, Monday night against Cleveland and getting ready for the challenge that the brands will present here as well. Let's uh, let's take one more phone call before we go to break here. Eddie in Virginia Beach. Arthur Motes, The Crib. The Crib. We got The Crib on the line. The Crib. What's up, Eddie? Calling from Virginia Beach. What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing today? Man, life is good, man. How are you, though? I'm fine, man. I'm just... I look at it like this, fellas. Football is football, man. We went on our best game last um, yesterday, but we have bounced back, man. You know, I got faith in Coach T. I got faith in the team. And I just, you know, it's so sad that you have to argue with your own fan, fan base wanting to fire Tomlin. Crazy, right? You know, <laughs> crazy. crazy. And, and Art, I got a nephew that played for JMU. Go Dukes. What's his name? Um, damn. It's all good? Ty Wright. Ty Wright. You said Ty Wright? Ty. Yeah, Ty. Okay, okay, yeah. I'm going to check him out then. Let's, Let's go, go, baby. Dukes. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Yes. I like no, that, Eddie, man. And they're coming off a very impressive win over UVA this the, past weekend as well, too. man. Let's go. On the road, yeah. Love that. Yeah. yeah, Eddie, yeah. no, you're you're right. It's like I know 
again, I've I've laid this out. But I know football is a very reactionary sport. We get one game a week. We only get 17 of them. We wait months and months and months for this. But yeah, let's not fire anybody yet. Let's not retire anybody yet. Let's not trade anybody yet. Let's let's uh, let's give them a little bit of a leash to get this thing moving in the right direction. Not a long leash, but just yeah, enough of a leash. Enough. Just enough. enough. You know, but it's just, you know, if we sit there and look at the game, it, it was like you said, X's and O's, bro. We missed a lot of open receivers. We didn't tackle well. I mean, we just didn't play a good game at all, period. Yep. That's yep. not on the coaching. That's on the players. Execution. Got to execute. That's it. That's what they get paid for. That's a whole lot of money, too, in the case of some of those guys. Eddie, great stuff, partner. Thank you. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. All right, let's go. There he is. Let's go. Eddie in Virginia Beach, first time caller. Love it. We I like some, that, man. some new voices you, here. You, you, you going to the next whole lot of money concert? Whole lot of money. I heard you could meet the uh, the performer, potentially, man. That's what I've heard, too. Yeah. If you answer, that's what I think. I'm good on that, though. All right. Fair Although, enough. you know, those those uh, those alligator pants or what are those? Snakeskin, pythons, whatever that he's throwing Cro- around. Crocodiles. Crocodile. Definitely crocodile. I tell you what, if you're if you're an ambitious person, right? Um. You could you probably don't have to pay a ton of money for a ticket to a Mr. Big Chess concert. Is there a possibility that you could get them? You could then you could get those crocodile or those alligator or those okay. python pants or whatever that he, and you could probably flip those for a night. You could make money by going to the AB show. That's all that I'm saying. Low Any young you entrepreneurs could. out there yeah, that are looking could. that are looking for a hustle. We got to get to a break here. More calls, more reactions, more thoughts on the other side. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes, it's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Blitz in here on a Monday trying to keep the mood upbeat, trying to keep everyone in it. Listen, last night stunk. All right, Motesy, how'd you deal with your sorrows last night? Did you go home and watch more football? Yeah, I cut the tape on. I lean into right it, away. Man. Yeah, I don't look run from you, it. Look at you. Who else was I going to watch? You know, I got I got action tonight, but, you know. Oh, I know your boys play tonight. I got two sets of them. Technically, three. My daughter reminded me of that. She was like, no, Dad, don't forget a third team. You got three teams as well. I was like, you're right. I forgot the Cardinals. Shout out to Dobbs. Dobbs. My dog. That is Tennessee's finest. Mm-hmm. Josh mm-hmm. Dobbs, our, our, all of our favorite uh, rocket scientists. Oh, come on now. Here. Uh, I drowned my sorrows uh, at Big Shot Bob's. I picked up, picked up a dozen wings and an order of fries on the way home. I did have here, wings. Did I did you? have wings, nice. but I did have wings while rewatching the game. I was like, I got to get into this uh, thing. I here's, here's what always happens, right? For the 1 o'clock games... I leave my house at mm-hmm. like 7.30, 7.45 in the morning for the 1 o'clock games, right? Yeah. So I'm not like getting up and having breakfast or anything, you know? That's I'm having tough. a cup of coffee. Yeah, I'm getting tough. ready. I'm trying to help get the girls out of bed, and I'm hitting the road. So when that food comes out in the Steelers press box about 10, 30, 11 o'clock usually, right? Oh, they had br- they had, crazy they had, they had, bris- they had brisket mozi this week. They had... Uh, Italian hoagies. They had breakfast, like bacon, egg, and cheese breakfast biscuits. As I told y'all, there is only one big timer on this show. 
and y'all listening to him describe his spread. But at least Arthur Motes has a key to the building now. Um, they had only because of this guy salad, that is talking. Salad bar, nacho Go, bar. He, he pounded the table. Dessert for me. bar. So. Normally, by the time it gets to be like 10, it's usually about 10.30, 10.45 when they put out the food for 1 o'clock games. At that point, I haven't had anything to eat the whole day. And I've been, you know, I've been working at this point already for like two hours. And, and usually at this point, all of our setup and our testing and all that is done. And we're just kind of waiting until the pregame starts. So you hangry by now. So I'm hangry. See, I mean, this guy knows me well, doesn't he? So I go and get a massive plate of food and usually a second round. Right, like I went and got. I went to the brisket carving station twice. I had an Italian hoagie. I had a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit for breakfast, and then I went back and even had a little salad to close it all down. There it is. I also had a Hershey bar uh, cupcake at ten forty-five wow. in the morning on the Lord's Day. Wow. Usually that only happens when you're a good kid wow. in Sunday school. And you right, just living, living, yo. I may have gone back for a time. I'm not gonna like make it seem like I'm Don't Joey Chestnut. It. Don't I might have gone it. back for a tiny little thing of nachos. Not I'm not I'm not Joey Chestnut. All right, I'm not. At this point, I was stuffed. Okay, so I'm full for. I'm good after that. I'm good for a long time. Right? Oh, I bet. I bet. After yeah. after two portions of brisket and an Italian mm-hmm. hoagie and a bacon, mm-hmm. egg, and cheese and some salad and even a little nachos and a dessert. Oh yeah. I'm good for a long time, but then it gets to be like seven when I'm driving home. And it all just hits me at once, and I get hungry. It's like my body's like, all right, we haven't eaten in eight hours. What's going on Feed here? Feed me. Feed me. So my answer was, let me get some Big Shot Bobs. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go watch this Giants-Cowboys game, and then that game was very uh, not competitive as well, too. And so I ended up just watching Netflix Let's instead. Go. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did flip to that for like a little while, and I was like, yep, this is bad. But it was beautiful to see. Mike Parsons. It's good yeah. to see my dog Gilmore. Shout out to Gilly the Kid Tell right you what, there, That man. Cowboys defense might be pretty good. We're talking about top five defenses in the league. That could be one of them. I mean, for it to be their first showing for this it's, season. That's the context, though, right? It was a really, they ex- really good. They executed. Yeah. It was really, really good to see for, for year one. Like they, say year one. They won some people their fantasy football matchups, and we don't often say that about a defense. <laughs> they ain't the only defense that might have done that. Mozi. Every Friday, one thing we have to do here before we move on, get to final reactions, final thoughts here in the the final half an hour of the show. Every Friday, right, we do a little thing here on this program. Show me the money. Show me the money! Where I just give you some of my favorite bets of the weekend. Usually it's mostly NFL. Every once in a while I'll throw a college game in there as well too, college football game. Sometimes uh, I pick four games sometimes i pick seven games sometimes i pick yeah. two games it just depends on this i pick the spreads that i like the ones that stand out to me we keep track of my record throughout the year here as well right well mozi um week one results okay uh first of all i said i liked the vikings to cover against the buccaneers not only did the vikings not cover arthur motes mm-hmm. they lost straight up it was interesting, man. It I mean, was an interesting game. Baker Mayfield. We've all, we've always said we're big fans of his here on the show. So I got a couple different. We're gonna workshop these. All right, I got okay. some wrong buzzers here for you. So all when right, I said right. the Vikings would cover against Tampa Bay, <laughs> okay, that's pretty solid. That's like a classic. Hey, yo, that, that's an elite buzzer. That's a, right there. That's a classic that's game buzzer show right buzzer right there. Okay, but I did say take the Packers money line as slight underdogs against the Bears. Right? Look at him. Boy, did I get that one. Big brain on Brad. So Talk we're one about and, we're one and one at this point. It. Save the wrong buzz. I'll have to get like a ching buzzer to Seriously, put in there man, as well. Too. Give yourself yeah, a pat on the back. yeah. Listen, we're workshopping it here as we go along. 
Then my third pick, so we're one and one. My third pick was that the Broncos would cover versus the Raiders. Arthur Motes, not only did the Broncos not cover, they lost. That's because you don't respect Jimmy Garoppolo. To the Raiders. So, mm, oh, wait. You're, you're that's sh- the same one. You're a Sean Payton lover. It's labeled differently in the system. That's the same buzzer we just heard. That's a good buzzer. It's because Does you're a Sean well Payton lover. Yeah. You believe guy. the hype. That's my You were guy. like, yeah, do the, do the one side kick to start the game I'm off. Just like really... in the Super Bowl. Yeah, man, it's going to work again. Uh-huh. Sound good. <laughs> Hot start for the Broncos. Then from there, it was all downhill. <laughs> uh, let's see if this wrong buzzer is different. It's all the same. Why do we have three different buzzers in our system and they're all the same exact thing? Unbelievable. So I'm one and two, but Moats' favorite team, the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, you see what I did there? That's crazy. They covered against the Patriots, <laughs> so they got me to 500. So I went two and two in week one, Arthur Moats. 500. That's because you were betting on the wrong teams, man. You know, if, if you want to win something tonight, man, it ain't hard to find. It ain't hard to uh, Yes, thoughts on that big, big, decisive victory for the Bills this evening before we go to break here? They'll win. Yeah? They'll win. They'll win. That's all that matters, right? That's all that Just matters, man. Me- media and fans care about decisive and all these other words that make it sound cool. Decisive's a big word. Just win. I just want the one to know. Because in the words of my friend Wesley Euler, they don't ask how. They, they ask just how many. ask how many. So I don't care what it's like. Just get the dub. Just get the dub. That's it. <laughs> One more break to get to here. On the other side, uh, it's all your reaction. We've got a dozen tweets to get to, a couple phone calls as well, and uh, we'll close down with your reaction when we return. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes, Steelers Blitz on 970 ESPN and SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. You know, folks, sometimes truth is stranger than fiction, right? Listen to me getting all philosophical. You know, Motes and I, we have the funny back and forth. It's been one of the inside jokes on the show for a while, right, about Motes saying, you know, I'm the big shot on on the show. I'm the only reason he gets in the building, you know, and then I make my retorts and all those different things. Well, Motes, you know, saying because I'm the big shot, because, you know, he's only in the building with the security card because he knows me in that previous segment. Motes now out of here because he's doing Steelers TV. I mean, who's the big shot now, huh? The one who's stuck here on radio with his face for radio? Or the one who's going to do Steelers television on Steelers.com? So, much to all of your disappointment, but you've just got Euler here for the final segment as uh, as Motes. I mean, last time I checked, I know he's talented, but he cannot be two places at once. So, look for his beautiful mug on uh, Steelers.com a little bit later on. But that's okay because we have about 5 billion tweets and some phone calls to get to to close us down here on this program today. So let's go ahead and just uh, get into it. Big Ron tweets and says, Is it too early to be concerned about the cornerback position or were the 49ers just a bad matchup? You know, Big Ron, it's a great question. Maybe a little bit of both. Um, Let's give... 
we don't do this as sports fans. We only care about our team. We only criticize and kind of evaluate our team, right? But the 49ers are a good football team. There's a reason why, uh, you know, every year since 2019, they've been contenders. They've been to a Super Bowl. They've been to a handful of NFC Championship games. Yes, obviously, they have not um, climbed that summit with this group. But they've done about everything else that you can do, kind of in that same territory with the Bengals, right? Although the Niners organization, much different history than uh, than the one in Cincinnati. But they've got a great roster. You know, Mike mentioned that earlier. The other team has good players, too. Sometimes the other team's players are better than yours, even. The other team also uh, has a coaching staff that is an offense, or a, a head coach, I should say, that is an offensive guru and you you saw some of that yesterday. I mean, that offense, those guys have continuity together. That's a big part of it as well, too. The Steelers' offense still trying to grow together, right? The Niners' offense, more continuity, more familiarity, guys that have been there for a while. Um, their running back, Christian McCaffrey, led the league in yards after catch last season. Their tight end, George Kittle, was second in the league in yards after catch. or I should say at their positions, pardon me. McCaffrey, most yards after catch of any running back in the league. Kittle, second most yak of any tight end in the league behind Travis Kelsey, obviously. Debo Samuel, first in the league in yak last season. Uh, these guys know the system. They know the coach, and they're really darn talented. Ayuk deserves a shout in there as well, too. They've got the best left tackle uh, of, of of the last you know decade in, 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 in old Trent there on the left side. So the 49ers were, I think, a bad matchup for the Steelers' secondary to start. Right, Patrick Peterson, you know, two of your key four pieces in that secondary are new faces. Patrick Peterson's new. Uh, I should say maybe three of five if you want to say Keanu Neal and DeMonte KZ. Uh, yeah, Minka's back. Levi Wallace is back. Those guys also didn't get a ton of work together in training camp or the preseason due to different injuries and absences as well. So when you combine a talented Niners offense that is all on the same page and well-drilled, uh, with the fact that the Steelers' secondary was trying to figure some things out there, maybe that's part of the bad matchup side. But I didn't think Levi Wallace had his greatest game. I didn't think Patrick Peterson, certainly in his you know Hall of Fame type of career, had his greatest game. I don't think that's still how the Steelers um, hope their secondary plays out, though. I think they, as soon as they feel Joey Porter Jr.'s up to speed, he goes to the outside, Patrick Peterson bumps inside. I don't think what we saw yesterday was anywhere close to the final product either. That's probably the best way to put it there, Big Ron. So, a little bit of both. I, you know, Moats and I, we we have the, if, if we got new listeners here, we do this thing throughout the season. We call it the CCWP meter, okay? Are you calm? Are you concerned? Are you worried? Or are you panicked? CCWP on Steelers cornerbacks, I'm between calm and concerned. I'm not, I'm not concerned yet. But I'm not completely calm either. But I'm still very low on that on that Richter scale, if you will. But good question there, Big Ron. I like it. I think Big Ron's a first-time tweeter. Welcome to the party, pal. And if that's the case, tweet us again, Big Ron. D. Hev, our Photoshop extraordinaire here on the show, tweets, definitely don't think we're as good as uh, the preseason might have let on, but I don't believe we're as bad as we looked yesterday either. Our fan base needs to calm the bleep down, LOL. You're never as good as you think you are. You're never as bad as you think you are. You're somewhere in between. You took one on the chin last night. You certainly are not that bad. How good are the Steelers going to be? We're still going to see throughout the year. And they've got it. You know what? That's the best part, too. I'm I'm glad it's Cleveland on Monday night coming to Akershire Stadium this week. 
because, you know, if you're playing one of these teams that doesn't have the same, if you're playing Tennessee or you're playing Arizona or you're playing Indianapolis, right, some of the teams that are are currently perceived as lesser on the Steelers' schedule, yeah, it's still an opportunity to go out there and, and, and get a W, and it's the National Football League, and every team's good and all those different things. But it's Cleveland. It's the Browns. They're 1-0. They're feeling great. They're also a divisional foe that you don't want to fall two games behind to two weeks into the season. So I love that it's the Browns on Monday night. The only game on the attention of the football world and of the sporting world will be at Akershire Stadium on Monday night when the Steelers host Cleveland. It's a good test for these guys to get right back at it, right back into the fire in a way. And 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 let's see the water find that level, right? We know you're not that bad as, as you showed yesterday. How good can you be? Let's start finding out Monday night against Cleveland. Wallace tweets and says, I'm already tired of the fire everybody crowd. Yes, our boys failed yesterday. Yes, there'll be more failures. There'll be success. It's one game. I agree with Professor Motes. Preseason might have been too easy. Some people had unrealistic expectations due to that. That I don't know if I... Too easy is is an interesting way to paint it there, Wallace, but it went maybe too smoothly is maybe how I would reword that if 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 I were doing it. They rolled in preseason. First team offense, five for five, touchdown drives. Uh defense shutting people down. Three games. Um then we can talk about against what string players were they playing and how motivated was Buffalo, all these different things. But the one thing that I think we can all agree on is that throughout training camp in the preseason, there wasn't much adversity in that regard. Things went pretty smoothly for them. Hey, a smooth sea never made a skilled sailor, right? Let's see how they navigate this thing. Angry Bike Lane tweets and says he doesn't think uh, Matt Canada bathed himself in glory, but pretty low on a list of potential problems. The offensive players were the main problem. Lack of execution. And the defense giving up a first down on third and long tail as old as time. Yeah, that that is one of the things too. I the offense, it, it, it's listen when you start like that, it's going to be hard to have success. But for the defense too, I think we've gotten used to, at least particularly down the stretch last season, when the Steelers would struggle, the defense would find a way to keep them in games. Right, and, and T.J. Watt tried, but but other than that, wasn't a wasn't great in that regard, certainly. Thrash tweets and says, I think it's as simple as this. Everyone stunk. Even the field. It was bad. Reload and hit it hard on Monday night. Steelers were doing some slipsies out there, weren't they? You think you think the Cincinnati Bearcats sprinkled some 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 pixie dust trying to, you know, Cincinnati the whole Cincinnati Pittsburgh thing on Saturday night? Maybe the maybe the Bearcats were going double agent there for the AFC North. Jeff tweets and says, uh, any idea why we didn't see JPJ as much, even after the game was pretty much decided? Do you think the team maybe got overconfident after the hype from their preseason performances? I don't think so, because I think those guys know the context of preseason as well, too, right, Jeff? I mean, they said it in all their all their post games and all their interviews throughout that process. We can only play who who's in front of us. We control what we can control. So they knew that they weren't going up against the San Francisco 49ers, right? One of the handful of uh, teams in this league, one of the few teams in this league, I think, really universally considered a Super Bowl contender. As in, in terms of JPJ, again, it, I kind of touched on this when I was talking about the, the question from Big Ron there a few minutes ago with the secondary. He didn't have a ton of snaps. Clearly, they. I think it's just they don't think he's up to speed yet. Maybe some of the time he missed in the in the preseason and training camp, uh, part of that. Um, 
But I do think that's the big question now in the secondary is if, when JPJ gets up to speed and then how they really start to um, delegate the the labor and the responsibilities from there. Uh, Doug tweets and says, I think a lot of Steelers Nation needs to cut their eyelids off. Don't start blinking in week one. Might need a couple weeks for this whole team to start clicking. Hopefully we will win while we grow. Exactly, Doug. No one's the finished product right now. You just want to stack some W's and uh, and look up and be in the hunt and in the race whenever uh, hopefully you are peaking and playing your football at the right time. Me tweets us and says, Westman, Professor Motes, relax, yo. So much season ahead of us. Message for Steeler Nation. How did San Francisco offense scheme guys so wide open, or is that the Steelers' defensive fault? It's 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 always a combination of both, right? But again, as I alluded to, I mean, there's a reason why Kyle Shan- guys like Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay have the reputation that they have, right? We're gonna have to see that Sean McVay guy here in a couple weeks too. That's what they do, uh, and it's it's as we know, as the NFL now is constituted, it's a little slanted to make things easier for the offense as well too. Um, watch. You know, the rest of the season, the Steelers are not going to be the only team uh, that San Francisco's offense has success against. I promise you that. Who has the best breakfast sandwich? Me also asks. <laughs> McDonald's, cousin. I mean, you, unless you're getting like a really good bacon, egg, and cheese on a bagel from like a bagel shop or a kitchen or something. McDonald's, cousin. Jason tweets. Uh, the word to describe yesterday's game is frustrating. There's no one person or group to blame, and that won't help us prepare for next week. I'll be at Monday Night Football game, and I'm hoping for a different outcome. Bring the noise, Jason. Let's go. Get them going, baby. Uh, Cuban Dan tweets, any idea why Calvin Austin wasn't returning punts yesterday? Not sure, but I thought that was maybe one of the other positives as well, too. I thought McFarland uh, certainly did well in that regard. All right, let me do one more refresh of the tweets here. Uh, Wizard of Oz tweets and says, any update on Deontay or Cam's injuries? (sighs) Not sure. We might get some word tomorrow from Mike Tomlin in his press conference. Uh, I don't think we'll hear anything about Chooks because, again, concussion protocol is kind of its its own animal there, its own beast. Um, But I'm sure Mike Tomlin will address those things tomorrow, and obviously we're just going to have to keep an eye on the practice report starting on Wednesday and uh, and really taking a look on Thursday. I'll do another refresh of the tweets before I get out of here. Let's go back to the phone lines as well. Two, the one in South Carolina's on the line. What's up, one? Hey, what's going on, buddy? I'm good, partner. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. I just want to say, yeah, like you guys were saying, it's just one game. I mean, these guys – Start, got to learn each other, the chemistry and things like that. And also, and like I was told the old fogey earlier, I was in 49er um, Nation yesterday. They, they ragged me all day. So I told them, keep that same energy because <laughs> you never know. Y'all might, they might get a, a key injury or something. Then no they doubt. even collapse. So, hey, so they got to change. Man. That's the beauty in the, in the pain of football, right, Juan? It can all change very rapidly. But I'll tell you this, too. You'll laugh. Um, I, when I was leaving the stadium, seven o'clock last night, I'm leaving the stadium, I'm walking to my car and there was a group of Niners fans still tailgating and like waving their flags and being obnoxious. And they tried trash talking me as I was going to get in my car. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm dressed up, you know, I'm wearing like dress, not dress clothes, but you know, like I've got on a polo and khakis and I'm carrying a laptop bag and I'm like. Guys, guys, do I look like the kind of guy that, like, I, I, I just worked for 12 hours, all right? Leave me alone. I'm not trying to get involved in your trash talk. So it was rough out there, Juan, but we'll get through it together, buddy. I'm going to bounce here because I want to get to one last caller, our guy CR. CR, buddy, I got like 90 seconds till I got to go to break. Talk to me. 
Oh, man, 90 seconds. Well, brother, first of all, uh, my first time at, in Pittsburgh at a home game, I was very, very pumped up. We're talking about 50 years. Uh, I was very, very disappointed because of what happened at uh, summer camp and training and, you know, being undefeated sure. in the league. And like I said, after 50 years, that's excited to be here. And uh, But I'm going to be here for the rest of the week so I get to watch the Yeah, Monday that's, night that's the good news. CR, I am, I'm, I'm bumming for you, buddy. I know you spend 50 years and it's your first home game and it goes like that. That stinks. But I, I, I think Monday. I'm open it too, man. I know. I know. I think Monday night they're going to get it right for you, though. I do. I got faith. Oh, and I got a chance to hang out with Moe yesterday. He tell you about that? Oh, he sure did. He said he met you and he met Tyler. You know, Steeler Nation nine twenty. Yeah, so yeah. Oh, and that's a shout out. Hey, Steeler Nation nine twenty. You and your family have a great trip home. God bless you, man. Yeah, I've been they're, hanging out with they're them the, the whole best. time I've been here, man. They're the best. They're great yeah. people. Um, and that's hey, Cr. Maybe that's the that's the silver lining, right? Is that even though it didn't go uh didn't go our way on the field, at least you at least you still got to 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 meet some great faces in the place, right? Hey man, hey man, I also got a chance to meet uh, Steeler, uh, um, Steeler Terry, uh, you know, from the, uh, Troy, Steeler Troy. Yep, yep, yep. Hey, yeah, so the, that, stars, that the stars all come out for you, CR. You know how it is, partner. Hey, I got to run, but we'll talk to you this week, all right? Get me out of here the right way. Okay, in the meantime, and in between time, live from the Berg. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. There he is, our guy, CR, the unofficially official hype man of Steelers Nation Radio. That'll do it for me today, everybody. Thanks for calling in, participating. Hopefully uh, we got through it together and we made you laugh once or twice in the process as well, too. Laughter is always great in trying times like these. Uh, big thanks to my co-host, Arthur Motes, as well, too. Obviously, Arthur Nathan Motes, the third, the best co-host in the business. And to all of you, Power Grid and Megawatts. No show tomorrow. Mike Tomlin press conference at this time. So we'll be back with you on Wednesday to give final thoughts on the Niners and begin to turn the page to those stinking Cleveland Brands. Take care, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your day. We'll talk soon. As always, you know where to find us. It's on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, Steelers Nation Radio, and now on ESPN Pittsburgh 970 as well. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.